0: Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. I'm your host, Alonda, and I'm so happy you chose to tune in today. This is episode number 11. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, It's been a few weeks. I uh, mentioned that I wanted to take a break to kind of regroup and start preparing to transition the podcast to video. As you can see, there's not a video yet, but it is coming. I am still working on how I want to handle that. Um, I don't want to procrastinate like I procrastinated in general when I started the podcast, but I definitely don't want to be on video looking crazy. So, (laughs) We're going to get that together over the next couple of weeks, I promise you. Um, How was y'all week? How was the last few weeks for y'all? Mine has been full of ups and downs that I'll definitely share with you all shortly. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is Nyla's birthday. She turned one on May 11th so now i have a toddler she's not walking yet she um is standing and pulling up and walking around stuff holding on but she hasn't taken those first steps yet um but i think it is coming soon because she stands up so comfortably when i picked her up from daycare on friday she was just standing up at the desk just like she just got done walking. (laughs) And then we had got her one of those walkers. It's not the ones that you sit down and walk with. It's the ones that you hold, you know, with your hands and you, you walk with it just like a elderly person walker, you know what I'm saying? And she walks with that. Like she's just been walking for years. So I think that she is going to be walking hey within the next week or so maybe we shall see i will definitely keep y'all posted um so her birthday was on a thursday and what we did was we got one of those number one balloons and the balloon had mini mouse on it so um it had many and then we got a small cake to take to a class and i'm i you know i'm sure a lot of the babies in our class are not eating cake but i got it mostly for her classroom teachers to celebrate with her and then i asked them to give her some because she, that thing she'll eat anything <laughs> so they made a big production out of it they took her clothes off because i had her in a nice little dress they took it off of her and let her sit in her pamper and eat her cake they put it on a piece of plastic for her and just let her go to town with it. and they took some pictures and videos and she looked so cute and at one point in the um videos She was, um, they had the balloon like sitting in front of her and she, you could see that she realized it was Minnie and she picked up a piece of cake and was trying to give Minnie some cake and it was so stinking cute. (laughs) And so, um, that was that. And I picked her up early because it was my half day at work and also I had scheduled her. Um, one-year-old whale well child appointment for that day, being that it was going to be my half day. And um, at the time I scheduled it, I didn't realize that it was her birthday until I um, got back out to the car and looked at the appointment. But um, I went ahead and kept the appointment. The reason why it would have been a problem is because she had to get shots that day and I didn't want it to ruin her birthday, but she actually did pretty good. She cried for a minute and then she stopped and she enjoyed the rest of her day. So it was a good first birthday. And then we decided to have her a party at Chuck E. Cheese that Saturday. So, you know, I invited some of my co-workers with their children and of course Shay's family and my um, best friend from South Carolina, she came up with her kids and and husband. And um, that was special because not many people will drive a few hours for a birthday party, especially for a kid's birthday party. So it was awesome. I was so happy that they came and I was happy to see everybody and Nyla seemed to really enjoy herself. Tristan enjoyed herself, and we just all enjoyed celebrating with our little girl. She looked beautiful. One of my coworkers did her hair, and it was the first time she got her hair done. And she just looked so pretty. She had some little braids in the front and some twists in the back and some barrettes. She was just so pretty. She had a little tutu on, and I had a T-shirt made for her that said, um, that had, um, Tiana on it from Princess in the Fog because that's my baby's favorite movie now. Um, I mean, that movie will keep her quiet the whole time. If you want to do something with her and what she has to sit still, all you have to do is put on a Princess in the Fog. So the shirt had Tiana on it and it had like, um, a number one and birthday princess Nyla on it, and it was so cute, and it looked so good on her. So she enjoyed herself, she had pizza. She ate cake. We had a smash cake for her, so we smashed that in her face. She took that like a champ. The only thing she wasn't too much fooling with was Chucky. (laughs) She looked at Chucky crazy as hell. She didn't cry, but she was just looking at him and looked back at her daddy because her dad was holding her during the, you know, Chucky performance. And honestly, I didn't even know that Chucky e. Cheese still brought a live Chucky out. I just thought the, you know, birthday celebration portion was on TV and everybody get on the dance floor and, um, you know, watch Chucky and do the dance with him on the TV. But no, um, Chucky actually came out and he danced with the kids and, Took pictures with the birthday kids and all that stuff. So it was good. It was a good day, a good turnout. And again, I really appreciate everybody showing up and making my baby's day special. She received some awesome gifts that we haven't even opened all of them up yet. But we have opened a few. One of them was a smart purse and it is so cute. It has like a little credit card in there and keys, a bracelet, a mirror, um, and a little cell phone that's like a rattle. She loves that purse. And then the actual purse like talks and sings and stuff like that. So that keeps her busy. And then um, we got a little baby Tiana doll with a baby bottle. Um, so she, of course, loves that because she knows who it is. And um, she received money, all types of stuff. So it was a very awesome birthday, very awesome turnout. So I'm happy. Yay, we have a one-year-old. We have a toddler. I look forward to making many more memories with her. So while we're still on the subject of kids' birthday parties, um, I, I haven't seen this lately, but it used to be these random pictures and stories that used to go around on social media. And it would show like a little child sitting at an empty table at his his or her birthday party. And like this long post about how, nobody showed up to his party and wanting people to send him cards and stuff like that, like a real sad post. And I'm pretty sure that those weren't like serious situations or maybe they were, but I just feel like anytime somebody posts something like that, they're looking for attention or, or something like, why would you post that? You know, um, I feel like it's your responsibility to make sure that your child has a wonderful birthday, regardless of whether people show up or not. It's your responsibility to ensure that people show up. Sending out invitations on in a timely manner. Inviting family members and friends that you know always comes to events. And stop inviting people for a show or people that hasn't really been consistent in your life, you know what I'm saying? Um and confirming and reconfirming with people up until the day of the event that they're coming because I wouldn't care if it's two people or 20 people at my child's event. They're going to have the time of their life. Tristan has always had the time of their life his life at his birthday parties and Nyla will have the same because it's about how you make it for them. You know what I'm saying? You can't blame other people for your child not having a good birthday. You know what I'm saying? It just it takes some effort from you to ensure that 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 happens that they have a good time without, um, regardless of whatever is going on in the background. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. I just don't agree with people exploiting their children like that. Like, why would you post a picture? Oh, nobody came to my child's party. He's so sad. Why is he so sad about it? How do he even know that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, because he knows that because you put so much emphasis on people showing up instead of putting the focus on... It being your child's birthday and how much fun we're going to have doing this and doing that for your party. You know what I'm saying? But that's just my opinion. Um, It definitely takes a village to raise a child and that village needs to be showing up at those birthday parties, too. And if you have somebody in your village that never shows up for anything, then you might not want to include them. In the next event, that's all I'm saying. Don't include people who's going to disappoint you or your child. Um, anyway, <laughs> I had heard this story on the break um, about this mommy influencer that went viral because um, she lied about somebody kidnapping her children um, so the report says a North Bay, I think this is California, a North Bay parent and influencer went viral last year is now facing criminal charges for allegedly lying to the police. Katie Sorensen accused a Latino c- couple of trying to take her two children outside of a Michael store back in December. <clears throat> Sorensen then posted videos on her social media accounts recounting the details of what she claimed happened. Police cleared the couple, Sadie and Eddie Martinez, of any wrongdoing. They say Sorensen racially profiled them. Everybody's guilty of living in a bubble, their own little world, and I'm not sure what hers consists of, but possibly, you know, seeing people that maybe weren't dressed the same as her, had a different upbringing as her, and a darker skin tone was disturbing or bothersome to her. And that's what Sadie Martinez said. And Eddie Martinez said, a little justice has been served. So Sorensen faces two misdemeanor charges and could face up to a year in jail. And she should. And I hope she does face that year in jail because you need to leave people alone. Leave people alone and you call yourself a mommy influencer and you're going to go out and racially profile some people and lie on them and get the police involved. That could have turned out so bad for them. Um, Unfortunately, some police officers are going to believe a white person over a black or Latino person. And that whole situation could have been fatal. It could have turned out so bad. And um that's messed up. And and you call yourself a mommy influencer, which I feel like you need to carry yourself in a better manner than most if you're out here, you know, promoting yourself for children. <laughs> for parenting and things like that like what I'm doing you know um I have to be careful about what I say and what I do if I want to put myself out there as a mommy influencer and not only that like uh, nobody no matter what you're doing you don't have a right to lie on people and what to get to go viral to to get your numbers up because apparently she did go viral for trying to say that this latino couple tried to kidnap her children so it's unfortunate i'm sorry that sadie and eddie martinez had to go through that and hopefully katie sorensen loses all her followers and you know and she serves this jail time because that's absolutely ridiculous So, as I told y'all last time, I am engaged. I got engaged um, on, it was April the 16th, and um, we had been planning on going to this venue that does different intimate wedding packages um, because we didn't want to do anything big We've both been married before and um, we definitely don't have the money to do any big extravagant wedding. And it's not about that. It's not when people do that, not to say there's anything wrong with it. Uh, An excuse to have a big party with your family and friends and drink and eat and cut up and celebrate something is I'm always down for that. But Those things don't necessarily be for you. Those things be more about entertaining your guests. You know what I'm saying? Making sure the guests have an awesome experience. You know what I'm saying? While you foot the bill. (laughs) So not to say that we wouldn't want to have that experience, but that's just not important for us at this time in our life. As I said, we both were married before. I'm not 100% sure about how um Shay and his ex got married I don't think we ever really discussed that but I had a wedding and um it was small but it wasn't it also wasn't the big hoopla that um a lot of people be doing but um I mean, it's just a lot. It's a lot to, like, get people prepared and see who's going to be in it and get everybody fitted for dresses and tuxedos and rehearsing and all that stuff. And that is not stress that I wanted or needed. So we decided to do the intimate ceremony and um, just do a wedding reception in September and we want to do everything at a reasonable price so we've actually gotten a few hookups from some friends and family members my homegirl is supposed to do the decor um her pricing is reasonable and then my homeboy um introduced me to um this bartender and he's very good friends with her so she gave us a reasonable price As far as the rings, you know, um, Shay, when he proposed to me, I, um, you know, I knew how much the ring was going to cost because we had a budget in mind. So um, around tax time, um, you know, the taxes came. I paid all the bills with that. And then he was able to have the free money to purchase my ring. And then um, I want to say... a couple months later, like when it got closer to, um, uh, when we were, you know, planning on scheduling the, um, appointment to get married, um, I had the extra money to purchase his ring. And I'll say that with my bridal set and his ring, we paid a total of, you know, under a thousand dollars. And both my ring and his are beautiful. Um, They're definitely worth more than we paid because we did catch sales. I caught a sale on his ring and I believe he caught a sale on mine. Um, And we're happy about it. And if we want to upgrade our rings or anything like that in the future on an anniversary or something like that, then we'll probably be in the position to do that at that time. But Again, you know, for us, it's not about the wedding ceremony, the reception orderings. It's about us being together, loving each other, having a family, and um, just doing what we want to do the best that we can do it. (laughs) With that being said... I am no longer a fiance, I am a wife. <laughs> Shay and I got married at the court on Sunday, May the 7th. Um, you know, I did not wanna get married at the court initially. Um, when I was reading online, like the process of getting married in our county, it was like a group. Wedding, So basically anybody who wanted to get married at that time, they would all be in the courthouse with you and everybody stands up and do their vows together and all of that. And being the hopeless romantic that I am, that was not the vision that I had for marrying the love of my life. Um. <laughs> so I initially didn't want to do that. And like I said, we was going to go with that, my intimate wedding place. But in my head, it just got to be too much of a hassle. And then it came down to me not even wanting to spend that money. Spending that money would be unnecessary. So I spoke with Shay and I was like, you know what, we can just get outfit. Well, first, let me say this. my The biggest reason why I wanted to go with the um, My Intimate Weddings package is because it would have been beneficial because of the pictures. The package included like wedding pictures. And you know, that can be expensive hiring a photographer and all of that. So um, I wanted to do that mainly for the pictures and use those pictures to make the invitations for the reception. So, um, when we decided against doing the, um, the, my intimate wedding and decided to go to the courthouse, I said, well, we'll just get outfits, like look real nice. And then have somebody come a family member or something and take pictures on their iPhone. And then we'll print those pictures out and use that for the invitations and then, so I ended up ordering Shay and um, Tristan's tux. Um, we actually found some very nice tuxedos on Amazon. They are—they look so good on Shay and on Tristan. And um, however, they have to be tailored. And then I had ordered me this um, bridal jumpsuit from Shine. Sheen, Shine, whatever it's called. And it was only $27 and it has like it's just like an all-white jumpsuit that has like a um, a train that goes to it and it's so nice and um, you know just need to dress it up with some nice shoes and some jewelry and stuff and put a veil on and then Nyla got this real pretty you know ivory dress so Uh, Shay and Tristan suits came um it was taking a while for my um dress and me and Nyla's dress to come my jumpsuit excuse me and Nyla's dress to come and at this point I just wanted to get married (laughs) I just I didn't want to wait for it no more the my intimate uh wedding ceremony idea kind of fell through and you know we had already got our marriage license so i was just like you know we can get married any day now and on that sunday um shay and tristan had went to the um baseball game the baltimore Orioles was in town playing the braves and the Orioles is um shay's team and tristan say he's a braves fan so they had got tickets and went to the game and then when Shay got home that day, we just decided to go and get married because the courthouse here in Georgia is open seven days a week, even on the weekends. And you can either go at noon or go at 6 p.m. and you'll get married. So we did that. I mean, it definitely turned out the way that I thought that it would. Like, <laughs> It was two other couples there, which was fine. Um, we ended up leaving nyla's pacifier in the car and i had been wanting to see how nyla would do without her pacifier however i did not purposely leave it in the car that day but i did and then shay was trying to go back out to the car and get it i'm like no don't go get it she should be fine But sure enough, she started showing her tail right when everybody was saying their vows and somebody was in there recording for, you know, their family member who was getting married and Nyla just cried the duration of those vows. I don't even remember the vows that I said to my husband because Nyla showed her butt so bad. (laughs) But you can't really be mad at it because she's a baby and she's a little unruly right now and... It'll be, you know, a few more months, at least six more months before I could start, you know, kind of like reprimanding her and in which she'll understand no and the seriousness of no and, and that. And, hey, we still have to see what her temperament is gonna be because you know how terrible twos be you got to kind of let them have that terrible two phase um and the reason why i'm speaking of terrible two so early is because tristan's terrible two started from one and a half till he was almost four <laughs> he just i mean he wasn't a bad kid but he did the little temper tantrums and the little, the whiny stuff and all of that. And Nyla has already began that. And she's just turned one. So it's really nothing we could have done about that. Even if she had the pacifier in her mouth, she probably would have still showed her. But it was getting later in the day. Um, the judge took his good little old time to come in. They told everybody to be there a half hour before the ceremony and he didn't even show up until 6 30. So, um, Nyla was getting tired. She was quiet and it was just like, right when we got up to say the vows, that's when she wasn't having it. So, but at any rate, Everything was all good. We did apologize to the other couples. They didn't seem to mind. They, they understood. They're like, oh, it's a baby. We understand. And we're married now. So I am a missus and we're happy. And and that's all I can say about it. Um, we are planning our reception for September. Everything is pretty much planned out. It's just that we have to start making those deposits Um, we have some things to take care of over the next couple weeks, but then we should be able to sign those contracts and make those deposits and then just show up, um, the tuxedos. We are going to take pictures once, um, I get Shay and Tristan's tuxedos tailored, um, we're going to make an appointment, you know, somewhere like JCPenney's or something like that for family pictures. And like I said, use those pictures for the, um, you know, for wedding album and to make the invitations for the reception. And um, they will wear those suits for the reception. And I think I'm going to get me a dress for the reception because our colors are black and rose gold so i think i'm going to get me and nyla a rose gold dress or nyla could possibly wear that dress we're going to take the pictures in but i know that i want to get something a little more elegant um for the reception and Hey, we're going to turn up, celebrate. We haven't had a, a lone moment yet since we got married. But, <laughs> but hey, we're going to be spending the rest of our life with each other. So that's all that matters. So this week, today actually... Um, is the day that I was to start my new position at the nursing home. Um, I thought that being that I was already an employee, that I'm already an employee with the company, that it would just be a smooth transition into my role. I didn't think that they would have me going through like the new hire process, like they you know, do with you when you first come in. So, you know, when you first start a position, like when you're on like a training schedule, it's usually not the same amount of hours or the same pay that you would get, um, you know, if you were a regular employee. Um, so, Today, I was supposed to be doing like some virtual training that um, was supposed to take about eight and a half hours. But when I went to log into the portal today, that training was no longer there. They had posted it early because they had my original transfer date from for April the 30th. But of course, as I was explaining before, my office decided to hold me for 30 days, so they had to change all of that. And I guess, you know, that information hadn't been a- relayed to everybody in a timely manner. I know I had to keep sending emails. Um, they was telling me that that training had to be due by five pm a couple of weeks ago. and I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this training on day one of my transfer so I can get paid. And of course, it's not up there. So I may have to use PTO for this day, which will make me very upset because I was trying to use PTO for my vacation, especially my birthday. But fortunately, we're not going to um, Pennsylvania for my birthday as we planned. We're going to go later in the summer. So I won't need to save that time for them, but I would still like to be off for my birthday. So I don't want to have to use PTO for this week. So tomorrow I do actually have to go to my day two orientation, which is at the facility. But according to the schedule, that's only from eight until noon. So it's like one day I'm probably going to have to use PTO. I'll probably use PTO for tomorrow Um, but I just really, what I'm trying to say is that I hate that I'm being put in a position that I have to use my PTO because I'm certainly not going to have a short paycheck because y'all don't have my full week planned out and I'm already an employee who goes from having a full paycheck to a half a paycheck when you're still working with the same company. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely going to speak to the educator when I get there tomorrow and figure out how this is going to be handled and what I'm going to be being paid for. But other than that, I'm excited to start in the new position. Hopefully it's everything that I want it to be. Hopefully I'll be able to learn a lot and be able to put this position under my belt and under my um, skills as a nurse for me to um, utilize somewhere down the line. Um, Especially with long-term care and considering doing travel nursing, a lot of the positions for travelers are in long-term care facilities. so We shall see. Um, Hopefully the atmosphere among the employees is much better than what I've experienced in the past. Hopefully the atmosphere and the conditions of the nursing home are much better than nursing homes that I've been in in the past and everything should be great. Hopefully these hours work out for me and my family. I just, I really hate change, like changing employments. I hate moving all that stuff so I just really need a smooth transition and so far it has not been smooth (laughs) um yeah so um tomorrow I'm gonna see what's up and hopefully we can get everything situated as far as my pay and um I'm trying not to I mean Hopefully nothing triggers my anxiety because I don't want to have to like take my pills with me and use them. I've been trying not to use them over the last couple of weeks. Um although I know there's been a couple times where I should have used it. That's the purpose of me being prescribed with them, but I just really don't like to be dependent on medication. So hopefully everything will be a smooth transition. Anyway, um, when I found out that that, um, clinical was not uploaded to my portal, I wanted to go about, um, you know, go out and do everything that I needed to do to change my last name on my documents to my married name. So I drove all the way to the DMV only to find out that the DMV is closed on Mondays here in Georgia, which is so stupid. Mondays is the beginning of the week, the work week. You know, why would a government office be closed on Mondays? It's just so inconvenient. So then I was like, okay, well, the DMV is closed. Let me go over to the social security office to change it on my social security card. I drive 25 minutes to the social security office and they're open, but they are only taking appointments. appointment. So the security guard gives me this paper that has the QR code on it to scan. And you have to fill out an application for what you want to do. And then you have to schedule an appointment and then screenshot your confirmation because you'll need that for the appointment, right? So I guess wait in the parking lot hoping that I'll be able to get an appointment that day since I drove all the way out there and I scanned the QR code I did the application and I went to hit submit and it kept saying there was some sort of error that I would have to go to the office and schedule the appointment so then I went back to the security guard and I showed him what it was giving me and he was like um Well, you must have entered something wrong. I'm like, I didn't enter anything wrong. This is my information. It's just not letting me go. So how else am I supposed to schedule an appointment? So he told me to call his phone number. Called the phone number, was waiting on the phone for about 20 minutes. The lady finally got on the phone. I asked her, was she at the location that I was at? She was like, yeah. And I told her what was going on. And she was able to schedule me an appointment. Guess what that appointment is scheduled for? next Monday a week from today and I'm already out there and all I need to do is change my damn name (laughs) and that's the whole reason why like I didn't change my name for my previous marriage because you know when I met Shay and Shay and I was in a relationship and we started talking about marriage I didn't want to go through the process of changing my name from, you know, my previous marriage, married name because I had never changed it because I didn't want to go through the process. <laughs> and then we get married, excuse me, like we just got married last week and um, have to go through that same process again to change my name. And it's funny because there was like, like I told y'all, I'm in this loving relationships group on Facebook And one post a while ago was about um, people changing their name back after marriage. And it was this big ass debate about, I mean, people were saying, why would you want to keep somebody's name if you're not married to them anymore? I'm like, because it's my damn name. Like, I got that name legally when we got married. It's my choice. I'm using that name on my credit, on bills, on like everything, everybody knows me by that name for all of these years. And then to have to go and change that on everything, it's just a huge hassle. Like, I don't gotta like that motherfucker to still keep my last name. <laughs> so, of course, with Marion Shay, I wanna be his, you know, I want, he wants me to have his name and I want to carry his name as well. And our daughter, has his name. And if there was a way that we could change Tristan's last name, we would do that. However, his father loves him and is in his life, and you know, he I don't I wouldn't want to take that from him. You know what I'm saying? So but if if that was not the case, we would want Tristan to have Shay's last name as well. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just dreading the process of changing the name because as you can see, I'm getting hassle right now for even, you know, just trying to make an appointment to do it. And so tomorrow, I just said tomorrow when the DMV finally does open, I'm going to go ahead and change my name with the DMV. And then I made that appointment for next Monday with social security. And then I'll just go from there, you know what I'm saying? Because really, the biggest thing that I need it for is for, um, you know, my driver's license. Because, you know, that's what you usually show. And then after I change everything that I can change in person, then I'll do my um, passport because I'll have to do like a renewal. I have to take new pictures and um, they actually take your document and keep it, and mail it back to you, which I think is stupid in this day and age, (laughs) but like, why are you keeping somebody's original document, and mailing it back to them, they kept my birth certificate, I didn't even realize they still had my birth certificate, till it came back in the mail, um, when I initially got my um, driver's license, not driver's license, my passport, so I'm gonna wait until after I change everything that I can change right now before I give the post office my damn marriage certificate and um, have that the passport changed. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what I've been going through today on my unpaid work day. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the topic of the day. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> and it's not what you think. We're not about to talk about sex with adults. <laughs> we are about to talk about talking to your children about sex. And the reason why I wanted to talk to um, talk about this is because i recently started thinking about talking to tristan about sex and i was wondering if it's too early for me to talk to him about sex um he's only nine years old I he doesn't even know anything about sex to my understanding one day i just asked him randomly i was like tristan do you know what sex is he was like no He was like, I said, do you know um, where babies come from and how babies get here? And he was like, "Um, they come from God. I was like, yeah, they come from God. But do you know what you have to do in order to, you know, for the baby to be inside of me or inside of a mommy? And he was like, no. And I really believed him. And I think I spoke before about how, Tristan is more like an innocent child still you know what I'm saying like he's not into or doesn't know about these type of things so for him I think it may be too early to discuss sex but I don't want to wait too late and I briefly mentioned that to Shay and Shay also thinks that it may be too early to talk to Tristan about it. But what really made me think about it is, a friend of mine was talking about her 10 year old daughter and um, how she had found some disturbing messages between her and a 10 year old boy. And I mean, those messages included you know talking very sexual especially about anal sex and i'm like god dog like it's one thing for these kids to be talking about sex but what the hell do you know about anal sex you know what i'm saying and and just at that age like i just you know i just cannot believe that kids this young are talking about things like that and it really made me like nervous and it made me you know, I don't want to be naive. I don't want to sit here and think that Tristan is not doing stuff like this, is not discussing stuff like this or thinking about stuff like this. But that's only a year older than than Tristan. So it really made me think about talking to him about it. And, you know, I really don't have much to discuss about the subject because I know from a nursing standpoint, the stuff that I would talk about, like as far as like STDs and things like that, but I also want him to know that this is something that I don't even want you to be thinking about until you're an adult. Um, I had sex too early, and it wasn't because my mom didn't talk to me about it. She did talk to me about it, maybe not as thoroughly for my mom it was more of like suspecting and accusing me of doing stuff at ages that I wasn't even doing it at than discussing it with me you know about the do's and don'ts and the age that you should do stuff like that or not so I really want to talk to him about waiting and abstaining and not focusing on having girlfriends and being in relationships and stuff focusing on school and you know what you want to be in life and you know all of that stuff will come with time you know what i'm saying and of course about the stds and the getting somebody pregnant and the things that can happen that can ruin your life because of doing things like that prematurely um And I just don't know when or how I should go about, um, bringing that up. So I'm going to discuss it more in depth with Shay. Maybe I'll seek some advice from, you know, Shay's parents and my mom. And, you know, maybe I'll speak to Tristan's dad about it. Um... As I was trying to explain to Shay, and now I don't think that he's this type of person, but a lot of men kind of, like, brush off the sex talk when it comes to boys because they kind of, like, praise and salute a boy if they kiss a girl or if they, you know, get the dick sucked or, you know, if they have sex early. Like, they don't see anything wrong with it. Some of them kind of, like, encourage them to do that but i don't want him to be encouraged to do that you know what i'm saying like why are we doing that a lot of men be like we're just happy to find out that they're not gay you know what i'm saying like okay well even if they were gay like gay or not gay they shouldn't be doing anything at an early age that's not important that should not be something that they're thinking about so as I, I say, I always want to hear some feedback from you all. What should I do? How should I bring this up? How did you bring it up to your kids? Send me a DM at Let's Mom Bitch on Instagram or send me an email at let's mom.b podcast at gmail.com and let me know what I should do and how I should do it. Like I said, I can always tell him medical stuff all day, but I want I want him to first know That he can come and talk to me about anything, especially when and if he's ever thinking about having sex, no matter what age it is, because I'm not going to get mad with him. I want to be able to talk and discuss this with him and not, you know, and, you know, try to talk him down from doing something that he shouldn't be doing so early, so... Y'all let me know what I should do and how I should do it. So, of course, I love Google. And I was um, looking online for like advice about when you should start talking to your kids about sex. And I came across an article from PlannedParenthood.org that says that research tells us that kids and teens who have regular conversations with their parents and caregivers about sex and relationships are less likely to take risks with their sexual health and more likely to be healthy and safe. So it's never too early and it's never too late to start talking with your kid about sex and relationships. It says, as soon as kids start learning to talk, you can teach them the names of the parts of their body. As soon as they start being around other kids, you can teach them about respecting other people and talking about their feelings. These things lay the groundwork for healthy sexuality and relationships later on. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I definitely want to have that open dialogue with my children about sex and relationships. But like I said, for me right now, I just don't think that Tristan understands that stuff yet. And I don't know if I should like start opening his eyes to it and making him understand, but then I don't want to assume for too long that he doesn't know and then find some stuff as my homegirl did with her daughter because i know for me if i saw something in my 10 year old's phone to the extent of what she saw i would just be so devastated um i just wouldn't know what to do especially a girl like i don't know if i should beat her ass lock her up in the house or what like i know none of that Would help, but I don't know. So, like I said, I just really want to sit down with Shay and maybe speak to you know some other people about the best way to go about it and what exactly should be said and go from there. Um, and I know like right now it's hard, I know Tristan's gonna be one of those kids that. It's going to be hard for him to open up because it's hard for him to open up now. It's like pulling teeth to get him to say something because he always thinks that he's going to get in trouble. And I don't know why he thinks that because he really doesn't do anything to get in trouble. Like Tristan is very rarely on punishment. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a good thing that he has. I guess he has fear for me, you know, to not do things or to not say anything to incriminate himself, but um, I also don't want him to be afraid to open up to me, so I don't know. It's 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 um been a lot for me to think about and with all the other stress that's been going on, I really don't want to add that to it, but I know it's something that's going to have to be done. So like I said, if you all have any advice or any way that it was that you felt like it, it was successful when you were raising your kids, please hit me up at Let's Mom Bitch on Instagram or Let's Podcast at Gmail.com. all right well i think that i'm gonna wrap up this first episode back from vacation um i do have some exciting topics coming up again the transition to video is exciting for me um hopefully we'll be able to get that together within the next couple of weeks um so now it's time for my favorite part fishbowl combo and I have some new questions in the fishbowl today and I think I'll go ahead and do three for y'all so let's see the first question is what happened on the greatest day of your life I'd have to say the greatest day of my life was the first time that I gave birth and when I had Tristan because I was just so excited to be a mother. I always wanted to be a mother. I couldn't believe it was happening. The experience with having him was not bad at all, like... He came out early, but the epidural worked. There was no issues. I didn't even know I was pushing. And he came out and he smiled at me. And then they took him to NICU. And that was the greatest day of my life. And the second greatest day of my life was having Nyla. The just her actually coming out (laughs) finally made it a great day. You know, her birth made it a great day. There were some complications and stuff, as you all know, with her, but it's still having my children were the greatest days of my life. Question number three, excuse me, number two. (laughs) All right, question number two says, Are you working on any personal passion projects right now? And yes, it's this podcast. Um, It has been a personal passion for me to start a podcast one day. As I told y'all many times, I kept procrastinating. And then one day I just was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna record and I'm not gonna stop no matter what the situation is. And that's why I put this episode out today because... I didn't want to, even though I wasn't ready to transition to video, I didn't want to prolong it any longer because I miss talking to y'all and I miss getting all this stuff out. So um, this podcast, Let's Mom Bitch, is my personal passion. And question number three, if you could travel anywhere in the world for dinner, where would it be? I would say Paris. And it goes back to me being a hopeless romantic. I just see me and my husband sitting at a candlelight dinner in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, you know, the, the Eiffel Tower as the backdrop. And then later on having drinks on one of those, is it called a gondola? Them little boats. <laughs> and then just selling off into the sunset. So... That would be my dream dinner. (laughs) All right. And of course, I cannot leave you all without an affirmation. And the affirmation for today is I welcome the greatness within me. With that being said, I thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. You can catch a new episode Monday nights at 9 p.m. on wherever you receive your podcast. Until next time, talk to you later. Bye.